tiny book club day. Woo! This is our tiny book club with Brooke Nicholson and Angela Landers here. And we're going to have some fun. We got a lot of books to talk about, you guys, because everybody kind of read something different during the summer. Mm-hmm. And except for Except me. for Amanda, who weirdly <laughs> did not read. I'm the delinquent this time. I was just very busy. Yeah, but you read you, faster than anybody I've I ever met. Really I know. I'll, she, I'll catch up. She'll I be just, like, oh, I'll read that tonight. Like right. the whole book. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? I can I can read very quickly. But you're a speed reader. Like yes. by definition. Yes. She was just busy with summer camps. Yes. I was I was camping. I was tiny house camping. I was traveling and vacationing and sleeping. Oh, that's just nice. enjoying that all of glorious yeah. soaking it all in. And now, now it's we're over. Back to school. <laughs> I know. Is there everybody's back to school, right? So you've got a kindergartner. <laughs> yeah. She just started. It's all so cute. Kenny's so cute. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And then I've got my first last, I had my 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 last first day of school for Mason, my oldest. And then my <gasps> middle one went oh, to high school God, for the first time. Mm-mm. And Tucker's in fourth. And you've got. Let's see. Ellie is in sixth and Charlie's in eighth. Ooh. I had my last first day of elementary school for your Riker. Oh. He's in fifth grade this year. And then the girls are second grade. Oh, wow. Mm. I know. It, they just feel very big, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. Now I'm going to go back to eating. Hey, my tell me about it. When they start, when they all, all three of my kids now wear a shoe size bigger than mine, and Tucker's voice <laughs> almost there. Like, but they're all like, "Ha ha, my foot's bigger than you. Ha ha, I'm taller than you." I'm like, did you think I? I'm five foot two. I was going to say, <laughs> like, I wouldn't make it this far. I was like, what We'd did you think the concerned. goal was here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that I wanted my boys to be five foot? When yeah. my kids outgrow me, that will really be an accomplishment. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Y'all, we got gummies again this week. Oh, we're doing the gummies. Not the not those gummies. These the gummies. Woohoo gummies. Just <laughs> we the... tried something new. They're berry clouds. Look, they're like clouds. There's like, like a marshmallow. Kind there's of? like a cream. Yeah. Kind of like the watermelon ones that we tried. Or is it like a, a mochi? kind of texture right like that that marshmallow marshmallow yeah Yeah. it's 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 a fluffy cloud-like texture yeah go for it i couldn't find somebody suggested volcanoes on our youtube haribo volcanoes and i've never seen such a thing well apparently we have to go for a clouds we gotta go for a search well let's talk about books all right so angela yeah you're like the avid read like on go reads you're just like Good, good reads, good reads, good reads, good yeah. reads. go reads, <laughs> go reads. That's that good reads. Yeah. yeah, God reads on God reads. Uh-huh. You're like book, book, but I mean, I think I get like daily. Like Angela suggested this. Angela loved this. Angela read this. Angela's got this on the waiting list. Like, sorry, no, no, it's awesome. <laughs> no, you're like such a, an avid reader, but it's because I listen to my books mostly. I mean, there's a couple that I have picked up and actually physically read. Those take me a really long time to get through. But so do you listen like while you're in the shower, while you're like doing your makeup? driving for sure. Okay. Um, doing my makeup, cleaning the house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sometimes when I'm working, I have the type of brain that can do five things at one time. Oops. And um, it's my downfall, I think. Because I'm wondering if I'm ever actually doing any one thing fully. <laughs> well, yeah, I get that. That's kind of but the I'm, mom brain anyways. Yeah, or the woman, You know, you can't just focus on one thing. Yeah. You got to be all over the place. Now, do you listen? I mean, I know some of the books you read that I'm interested in. I wouldn't necessarily listen with my kid in the car. No, like no, no, no. I put okay. a headphone in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah like brilliant. my AirPod. Yeah, because if she's in the car and we're driving a distance, she's got her iPad so it's like well, I'm, either I'm going to sit there and listen to her iPad the whole time <laughs> and drive myself crazy. Well, let me teach you my trick. Give them the headphones. I know I need to. And then you- <laughs> I know I need <laughs> to. The only problem is when they slip them off and you don't realize and then they're like, Mom, what did they just say? Like, right. Nothing. That's what I'm afraid they're of. They're just having some fun <laughs> tickling each other in <laughs> fun places. Right. If you listen to like Colin right. Hoover in the car. No. <laughs> no, I'm listening to um, 
Christine Lauren's or Christine is it Christina Lauren? Yeah. Uh, one true love experience. So, is it one true love? Experiment uh, true, or love or true love experience. Yeah. You're, you're the one who recommended that one to me. I like it a lot. I'm halfway through it right okay. now. Yeah. Okay, I like the, her. What is this one about? Um, it's kind of like a reimagining of The Bachelor, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Would you oh. say? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And but I'm like not a reality. Ooh. Yeah, it okay. is, and it's 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 a female. So yeah, and she's like forced to date based off of like a rating that they do. Like a is it like a the audience controls who she who she dates, yeah. but it's off of DNA. Yeah. Like they oh. came up with this technology oh. to figure out who your best match would be off of your DNA, mm-hmm. and um, she gave these categories. Like one had to be a cowboy, one had to be a vampire, which really, I didn't really understand. She was trying to be difficult. She was trying and to be super funny. difficult so yeah. that they wouldn't be <laughs> oh, able to, because she's her. a best-selling author in the book. It's it's really so she interesting. she needed a good story. Wait, what's it called again? True Love Experiment. True Love Experiment. I'm yeah. so going to check that so one out. So there's True Love by Christina Lauren, and then there's Soulmate Equation by Christina Lauren. So are you reading Soulmate Equation? No, I'm reading... Um, the true love experiment. Yeah. 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 That one. I'm huh. 65% of the way through. Yeah. This is what I do. I do, I get mine on Libby. I listen yes. to all my books I on love Libby. Libby. Is that's, that the library that's link? the free library app. Yeah. Or Hoopla. I do one, one or the other. And then if it's too long of a wait, I'll, wait, I'll just buy it on Audible. See, I Did love you? that you do it while you're like cleaning and whatnot. I only listen to books on tape in the car. Because like instead of the ra- I've just gotten sick of the radio, sick of the news, so I just started listening to like, and I'll only do self help books. But you suggested Jacqueline in Paris, mm-hmm. and so I started listening to that, and then I was like, I don't think I like fiction in the car. <laughs> I've realized because it, I'm, I like, I don't want the description. Like I like description in books, mm-hmm. but when I'm listening to it, I realized I'm bored. Like with the like what she's wearing and what it looks like and what the architecture. That what, book is is hard to get into. I think is it. I feel like it's. Are you guys reading it? I haven't started it yet. Okay. Probably like a quarter. And I don't want to like the the end of the book kind of like shocked me a little bit. Well, so, good because there's like nothing so far. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's really slow and hard to get yeah. into. And then at the end, I felt like it redeemed itself because okay. I had no idea like anything based was what was going on. In yeah. That well, it reminded me a little bit of the Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Just like mm. the flashback. Just the French. The the time period. Yeah. Sort of. Uh, it's not really. F- flashbacks right it's not flashbacks she's just in like the 40s in Paris well, but then she's telling it as if she's telling it as the past but she's not telling anything of the future she's just telling her story yeah okay Okay. and Revisiting. she's searching her like family history and stuff yeah. too which kind of turns out to be nothing very quickly so I was confused about well she hasn't really dug deep into it yet I guess yeah. but um and I don't care about if you give spoilers it's fun but like <laughs> I, I'm just like, I don't get where we're going with this. Like with Addie LaRue, you were like, oh, is she, how is she going to break the curse of this? Like this constant, what is it? What is it called? Like immortality, right? Mm -hmm. How is she going to break the curse or how is she going to trick her way out of it or, or, you know, trick Satan. And with Jacqueline so far, I'm like, I don't know what I want her to like, (laughs) I don't know what I want. It it was very slow. It was very slow. But well, do you want me to like, you can go ahead. I mean, that's what we're here for. We're here to talk about the book. So it's alert. Okay. Well, I didn't read anything about it. I just saw it. Somebody, it was recommended on Goodreads. Someone somewhere somehow said something about well, it. Well, it's right up your alley. Paris, yeah. the 40s. Paris, World War and II. it was post-World War II. I saw those two things. And I was like, okay, I'm going to read yeah. this. It's it's the story of Jacqueline Onassis. Oh. That's who it is. But they don't reveal that. Oh, I But see. if I had read, if anybody had read like the front page, Jack, ah. it's Jacqueline Bouvier. It's like, oh. Oh, yeah. I, I knew that name sounded familiar. <laughs> 
And I'm like, why in the world was that not she licking says it my so many times in the book too? And I knew it too because we know her as Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis, and you might be like, oh, but she was. No, you would never hear it out of context. Like if you picked the actual book up and read it, though, you'd be like, oh, this is Jacqueline Onassis, yeah. Jacqueline Kennedy, whatever. Oh my gosh. So this okay. is the back. This so now is I'm her more backstory. interested. Now I want to get back exactly. To it. <laughs> so then I'm reading it, and I'm like, this is so boring. So we're in the, the very like last page or whatever. It's like talking about her being married to Robert Kennedy. It's like, oh my gosh. The other one, John. John, John, Kennedy. John Kennedy. Sorry, <laughs> there's so many of them. It's hard to keep tra- straight. There's so many Kennedys. Oh there's my so many gosh! Kennedies. No, but it was it was just because she's just was just so timeless and classic, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's and like to and it's fiction, but it's it, then you listen to the author talk about like how she created these stories, and so much was based off of truth. Okay, it's really interesting. Well, now I'm more interested because now yeah. I'm like, okay, I want to know what she was wearing, or what she was looking at, or who she was talking. Because I'm like, there's so many teas and meetings and coffees and countesses and. Uh, who are all these? Like, They're all real people. Mm-hmm. It's all real people, but a lot of it is um, assumed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So that makes sense. Like they yeah. just fluffed it up. So it's yes. a kind of historical fiction. Yeah. Yeah, but like a lot of it is true. So it's like yeah. it kind of like is borders the line of fiction to nonfiction. Yeah. That's kind of my favorite genre, though, is that historical fiction. Oh, historical fiction. World War II. Oh, like. Um, Codename Helene. And yes. Also, yeah. Oof, love yeah. that mm-hmm. one. Where it's yeah. like, here's the facts, and then here's the... Same with, like, uh, Nightingale, right? Mm-hmm. That's like a World mm-hmm. War II... Absolutely. Who's, uh, who's the writer on that one? It was... Um, I love her. Uh, All her. She has many, many books. She wrote the one in Alaska, too. The, the Great, Great Alone. Alone. Yeah, I love that one. Um, oh, my god. Four Wins. I'm reading that. Oh, one. I that not, is so I started, good. like, the first chapter and never went back I didn't to know it. Kristen Hanna. Thank Kristen you. Hanna. Kristen Hanna, yeah. She's the so Four good. Wins. I didn't know anything about the Dust Bowl. So that oh, is... Oh, I haven't even... I, like, kind of broke into it and it's sitting under my coffee table, but with all these other books we've been reading, I didn't even go oh, back to so it. Oh, it's so good. Like, I learned so much. Well, I, I mean, I knew a little bit of it from The Grapes of Wrath. Okay. Like, the original old... Like, was that High 30s? School? Yeah. Is that... Yeah, I think it's, like, Yeah, like 20s, basically. Where we were all required to read. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's, that's a very... That might be my favorite book if I really? hit this one more time, guys. She, Which one? <laughs> it's all right. Hitting the we talk with our hands The Four here. Wins. Yeah, it's very it's good. It's so good. Nightingale I love her writing, but favorites. I think it's odd that she writes so... She must do so much research because she writes so beautifully about that one, like, to know so much about France in, like, you know, the 30s, like, or 40s, mm-hmm. and it was so detailed. And then to go to Alaska and hear about, like, what it might be like to live up there and, like, mm-hmm. I can't even, like, I think what turned me off about Four Winds was I was like, does she really know something about this? To, you know, it just seems like. It's good. Stick to it's it. It's so yeah. good. puts out so much. So much. Like Colleen Hoover. I'm like, where did all these books come from? Are she, you just moving from place to place writing all these stories? And <laughs> Kristen <laughs> Hannah wrote one of my favorite Christmas books, too. And it's one that nobody talks about. I can't remember the name of it. We'll have to look it up. But I think she is excellent at at making a location or a um, situation or historical era uh, yeah. as a character, totally. kind of like how in Gilmore Girls, Stars Hollow, comfort feels like and joy, is comfort that and joy, comfort and joy. What a great title! How can we have another Christmas movie named that? Oh my gosh! Oh, it I is don't know. Why not do a Christmas movie named make Comfort that, and Joy? Make that. I'll be joy in his last. By the rights, comfort. please buy the rights. I love it. If anybody's interested in a really fun story, um, I was actually just told one today by one of my friends. And I was like, this is either going to make the best novel or the best TV movie we have ever seen. Well, don't give it away. Are you going to give it away right now? Do you not want me to? I'll tell you, I'll tell you off camera. But y'all are going to find this highly entertaining. Tell us. So it all centers around the fact that her, her in-law's parents won grave plots as a prize. <laughs> what? Ooh. Okay. I didn't know that was a thing. Okay. Y'all, it's this is for real. Okay. This is a true story. Oh my god. They won grave plots. And I was like, I'm sorry, there was a contest for grave yeah. plots? And what? they entered it. Was it a what raffle? in the North Tennessee? Yeah, a raffle. 
No, it's Tennessee. And so, Mid- oh, middle. Yeah. It was like yeah. North Middle Tennessee. Oh, yes. North Middle. Are we North? Are we North? I no. thought we are Middle. Well, they're North. Oh. They're not. Oh, north. okay. So, um, yeah. So the in-laws, parents, won the plots. Something happened. Then the father-in-law passed away a few years ago. They buried him in one of the plots. And at the time, while they were there, they went ahead and the rest of the family got plots nearby. And if this isn't the most Southern family thing you've ever heard, okay? So the mother-in-law and father-in-law, he's interned. The mother-in-law is going to be right next to him. The daughter is going to be right next to him. And then the other two are going to be on the other side. Mm. Okay. So there's like five of them, right? All together. So the other day, the mother-in-law goes to the cemetery to check on things. And it turns out someone else has been interned in one of their plots. No. Oh, no. And it happens to be a family that they know. No. Oh, my God. And so now chaos ensues. What? And no one knows how this is going to end. I was like, you have to keep me posted because I have to have an ending to this movie. You could do a Lifetime movie about that. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Oh, Oh. I was like, we could add a true crime element to this. Oh, yeah. Who stole the grave plot? Let's put a lawsuit on there, too. I know. You know, come on. Let's just do it all. We'll do it as a courtroom drama. Well, and the real drama here is this new family who's loved one is buried there they have the ownership of it as well like it was sold twice oh no <laughs> so it's a whole debacle of well who bought it first one yeah. family's already had their gravestone ordered the other has oh, not gosh. well they have the body in it like we have yeah, a similar so my grandmother's been like <laughs> well, no, twice but so I think, they. because so yeah. one, one of them well my grand yeah. my grandmother passed away when she was 60 my grandfather remarried oh. and his new wife wanted to be buried next to him also. So he moved his first wife, my grandmother, and got three grave sites together instead of just the two. So, so he has a wife, wife on each side. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's fine. I what is that, Grandpa? But you know what? Because my, my grandma Rose did not. I mean, they were together like 26 years after, yeah. you know, my grandmother died. And um, and she didn't have any children. And she, he was her first husband, you know. So I mean, she was the sense. love of his life. And, yeah. you know, what? it's It's fine. not like he was like. You know, Mm-mm. bouncing around to what? It's not like he was cheating. No, no, no. no. he was either going to die like or he was going to get you know? yeah. right. No. Yeah, he loved yeah. both. Yes, right. yeah. And, and I time. think he was. Uh, yeah, and she. Yeah, and they were both my grandmas for about the equal amount of time. So that is interesting. Actually, the second one was probably my grandmother longer, technically. But yeah, because the other one died when I was twelve, and then he was with her like twenty six years. So. Yeah. I had no idea how much drama grave plots could cause. No, that. right? That's oh, yeah. a great like, story. Oh, yeah. On pens and needles waiting. Now to we need a book. This. Now we I need a book. I still want a follow up question of how did they win them? Yeah, was it a yeah. raffle? Oh, yeah. she, she needed to go get the story straight and get okay. back to me. I'd like, so, her yeah, need to like follow why? Up. Coming soon. Was it just like at a bingo game? <laughs> yeah. Or? Right. And what world is that imagining? Like, is it like the, the local fair? I don't know. <laughs> like, I, from what I like like when you like the gun and the water balloon, you <laughs> fill up the water balloon and explodes. Like, there's got to be a good story yeah. to this, but she was like, Yeah, I don't know. This is a newer cemetery for the area. So we'll look for this I'm book. like, This was like at least 40 or 50 years ago. A newer oh my cemetery. Gosh. So we'll look for the book to come soon. Yeah. Okay. Grave yeah. plot <laughs> marauders or something. Did you know that Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors breathing around 30,000 gallons of air daily? It's a lot of air. I didn't know that. 30,000 gallons of air. So according to the EPA, indoor air could be two to five times more polluted than outdoor air. And in some cases, it can be a hundred times more polluted. Ew. Is that crazy? Well, let me tell you something. 
Do you know Air Doctor? I do know Air Doctor. I know Air Doctor, too. I love Air Doctor because it has helped me with this issue. I am so worried about my indoor air. And especially since COVID and all those things, I was I super concerned about indoor air. Well, so, and it's allergy season. We've got pets. Yes, We've got all those things. Kids that are pollen, all the dust mites, mold. Air Doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens, so your lungs don't have to. Yes, so the pollen, the pet dander, dust, mold, it's all gone with their ultra HEPA filter that's been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested bacteria that's and viruses. Yes, and virtually 100% of particles as small as 0. 0.003 microns. That's small. It's so tiny. They also feature whisper jet fans, 30% quieter than most air purifiers. And I can speak to this because our air doctor is like in our main living space Same. in our house. Yeah. And you don't even notice it's there. No. It's and awesome. it's lovely. It's I have mine behind a plant, and then it just, like, cleans the air, oh. and I just feel like everyone's healthier because of it. Yes, and Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, you just send it back for a refund, minus your shipping, of course. So head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code WWB. Depending on the model, you receive up to 39% off or up to $300 off. So lock in the special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O. Dot com. That's airdoctorpro.com and use the promo code WWB. Thanks, Air Doctor, for sponsoring our podcast. <laughs> um, what, what have you been reading, Brooke? I have been reading Happy Place by Emily Henry. What else did she write? I feel like she I, does a lot of books like this, you know, happy love story type thing. <laughs> <laughs> Angela's drop. So Happy Place is um, like a lake house that this woman and her friends gather at every year. And it's 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 the place they go back to in their mind, you know, when they want to think of something happy. And they're all gathered. It's three college friends and their significant others. And they're gathering there for like one last weekend. And there's some backstory there, some some secrecy and love and yes, yes. People we meet on vacation, and uh, beach read. A Million Junes. Did you read that one? I didn't read that one. I just got a bunch of books. You lovers, would love A Million Junes. Beach read. Yeah. The Love That Split the World. Interesting. She's got a lot of books. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, how, do I get, only... how do I find out about these people like seven books later? Why don't I ever <laughs> hear about people busy. their first book through? Because <laughs> you're not on book talk. I know. Oh, book talk. And oh, you're I not need deep that. into the Goodreads like Wait, these so two. What yeah. is book talk exactly? So it's on TikTok. And uh -huh. It's like booked. Like if you start searching for things, you can usually find them. And then you I see the getting, hashtag. Yeah, you'll yeah. get served it once you start. Is it just of, a hashtag? It's mm -hmm. a hashtag, okay. and it's kind of where people are talking about like the books they're interested in. Sometimes they do like little skits almost like acting it out. I've seen those um, like about Darcy and stuff. Yes. yes. And yeah. I was cracking up at one of them I oh, saw. Some of them are hilarious. There's great content creators out there that are like killing it on like, BookTok. And they're mm -hmm. just book Yes. And it's reviewers. all book content. Okay. Um, it's very interesting. You I can get, get tracked in very quickly. so I many like books in PR and I never know which ones to pick up and read. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we could even pick one together. We were all... Well, we, we all were like... Because I said I wanted to read Happy Place, but you're like, oh, I've already read it. So well, then I was yeah. like, well, let's find something that you haven't read, which is like impossible. 
Because between the three of you, I can't find anything that you haven't read. So we just kind of have to pick one that someone <laughs> yeah. has read and then I'll, I'll read, read it, it again. Yeah. But I want to know, Brooke, what is going on here inside the cover? That is a homemade sticker that Ellie made. Oh, okay. So she she's she dabbled unicorns. in making her own stickers this I summer. I like it. She stuck a beautiful and unicorn in there. she stuck a book. unicorn in there. Well, yeah. and now when I take it home, I'll be reminded that I need yeah. to give it back to Brooke. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I have one of those library stand, you know, the embossers. Like, yeah. uh, I have one of those that says the library of Melissa. So I need to really? I need to go around Look my house. Look at you that. fancy. Boom, boom, boom. I used to be a little DIY, not DIY, but I used to be fancy, I guess fancy. you could say. I used to be when I didn't have kids and I had time to be fancy. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just a hot freaking mess. Do y'all ever um, give your books to the little book, like library? Oh, yeah. The neighborhood I did that recently. I dropped some off there, yeah. but they weren't good books. They were like kind of, they were like kind of like, um. I don't know what they were. They were just some books. It I depends found. on the book. I was like, I'm yeah. drop this. If I really love a book, I end up buying multiple copies of it. So, yeah. Multiple? Uh, do you know how many copies of Addie LaRue I own? Why? Because she loved it. Because I loan but them out and then a new edition comes out and it's so oh, beautiful. The new yeah. edition on that. Is, is there a new edition out? Because I saw, yeah, just saw a cover gorgeous. I haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you loved um, Addie LaRue, you're going to love A Million Junes by Emily okay. Henry. It's a little bit like. It's more young adult, though. Mm-hmm. I don't that mind one. that. Like, I don't either. I, I love when the school sends home reading lists for the kids because I enjoy the books as much as Oh, I've been doing the classics does. with the height. Wait till they're in high school because mm-hmm. Brady just had to do Old Man in the Sea this summer, which I bought, but I really haven't done. But last year he had to do The Outsiders, which was so mm-hmm. fun to reread. Charlie has to do that one this year. Oh, Mason's I'll got to do, do Great Gatsby this yeah. year. Oh, that's a great so one to do with I didn't read any of those. No? I went to this tiny Christian school, and we were only allowed to read oh, Christian yeah. books. Yeah. Well, so then you need to let's go pick back up and do some, some classics. classics. Well, I, I have done some of them myself, just because I was like, I love classic movies yeah. so much. So, Grapes of Wrath yeah. was definitely not on your reading list. Then no, in high I never yeah. read it, but I've seen the movie. Um, but I've gone back and read like um, To Kill a Mockingbird mm. and stuff like that. Like of Mice and Men. I haven't um, read that one. Little well, women. Actually, I might have. No, I haven't done Outsiders, but I feel like of Mice and Men, I might have read in college, like in literature, okay. maybe. That. What about uh, uh, The Catcher in the Rye? No. Boo. <gasps> Little Women, I did. Boo. Little women My favorite book of all time. I've always wanted a seahorse named Holden. I don't know why a seahorse, but I do. I want to see where's name Holden. How can you say boo? You hated it? I don't hate it. You're going to reread like it. You forget how good it is. Long and long. I don't feel like the payoff is worth it. Oh, you don't like that it long? No, I'm just trying to remember it. It felt like, hard. Like at the time, it felt hard to read. The body catch In a high body, school, it was, rock. yeah. It was kind of rough for high school. Uh, Holden you know what I remember a, being traumatized by a book? It was in middle school. It was, I, it was either sixth or seventh grade. Did y'all ever read Julie of the Wolves? Mm mm. Oh. Don't recommend. It's probably, I mean, it's won all the awards, so it's probably a great book, but I just, the trauma. The trauma. That's how it. I feel about any Dickens. And the book, like Tale of Two Cities. I'm like, oh. Hatchet my is gosh. what Charlie read this summer, and I read the back of it, and I was like, nope, don't want to read that. Uh-huh. You? It's like a little boy who's who's in a plane crash, and he's the only survivor, and like him and his hatchet have to make it in the wilderness. Like, oh, it's well, that just happened like, in Coast. Where did that just happen? Like, I don't know, but I was like, South America, too, where all those kids real. survived 70 yeah. days in the wild. Yeah. yeah, that's so. Oh my gosh, I kind of want to read that really badly now. <laughs> my high school like just scarred me was in Cold Blood. What's that? They the made you read in Cold Blood no. in high school. It was no, about like a murder. It was yeah, it was terrible. I had to read the one uh, about that's awful. That's yeah, that one. I, was like, I mean, what? as an adult woman that likes Lifetime, maybe, but <laughs> I had to read the one about the missionaries who were sent. Yes, and then he was what eaten was by called? cannibals. No, thank uh, you. The end of the spear. Was that what it yes. was? I had, that was, or the movie was at least called that. I don't remember what the book was. My yeah, boys had to read. What's her name? Elizabeth Elliot. Yes, Elizabeth Elliot. Charlie did too. That was Lord of the good. Flies. Though. 
I've never read it, but and I don't really remember the movie, but I keep meaning to watch it because I feel like I'm living that with my boys. Yeah. And if I ever were to leave the house for too long, it would become Lord of the Flies. Like I literally was in a football meeting the other day with Mark and my phone is blowing up from Tucker FaceTiming me. going, And then he's finally I step outside of the meeting and I take the call and he's like, you have to come home now. I'm hiding in the closet. Mason choked me out. I'm trying, he's trying to kill me. I can't leave the closet. And if he finds me, he's going to kill me. And I'm like. Just and stay in Mason's the closet. Not, yeah, please just stay there. I'll be home in like half an hour. And he's like, no, you have to come home now. Don't you even care about your child? And I was like, but Shh, it's quiet, literally. We can't hear you. It's <laughs> like, stop talking. Stop talking. Don't call me back. Just hold still. Don't sneeze. I feel like your kids are living in the 90s. My children be like, <laughs> Mine are a little we thorough. don't lay hands on one another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My boys have always played really rough. And, uh, and you know, with each one, it gets rougher because the younger one throws, like Tucker doesn't know how to play gently. All of his friends in Connecticut where he, you know, spent his first like seven years were third children and third boys, a lot of them. So they throw their full, because they're used to fighting with their big bros. So they throw their weight at each other like like they don't know how to restrict at all and they go hard and then you know when Tucker gets in a like on the trampoline with some kids and I'm like whoa 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 that's a firstborn or hold on that's a girl or wait they're two years younger Gentle than you hands. and he has no idea yeah, has no idea how to how to like restrict there's no governor that yeah. comes on that you know he's like he is all in and so well, especially being a third and so much smaller I think you you kind of learn to play dirty oh yeah really dirty <laughs> Really dirty. Brady yeah. learned how to be strong. Yeah. Tucker learned how to play dirty. Yeah, sure. Cheap shots there. Tucker's like, where are the balls again? I got it. <laughs> that is so Tucker, yeah. <laughs> All right, wait, so Love happy him. place. So we liked it? Yes, I liked it. Um, my only warning is there's a lot of uh, obvious miscommunication between a couple um, where they're both thinking. And it just, that kind of, that that just really frustrates me sometimes. Oh. Where it's just like talk, just talk. But oh. it's it's a great story. She makes great characters, or you know, creates great characters, and the setting was really cool. I liked. It. Oh, great. Okay, Five I'm going to check that one out because that's I need a, another book after the Jacqueline. It's mine first. Yes, you oh, get okay. the one. You get a first, and then this one's <laughs> romantic comedy by Curtis. Sittenfeld. I have never heard of that I've one. I've heard of this. Did you love it? I loved it. This I is my it. life. So, um, it's very, oh, it's a very bit. funny. Oh. Uh, very witty. There was a couple of times I had to look up a few words, which I love that. <laughs> oh. um, and it's based, the premise is she's a writer for um, a comedy show like, it seems like it's SNL. Mm. Oh, and okay. it's, yeah, it's very witty. I liked it a lot. And who is this, has this writer written other, do we know? I did looks? not recognize the name. Oh, it's a woman. Yeah, she's written a few things. Uh, translated into 30 languages and oh, includes wow. novels Prep, American Wife, Eligible, and, oh, American Wife. Is that the, based on a TV show? What that is that? a American? television show, but yeah. I don't know if they're And related. Rodham. Who and wrote you it? think I'll say it. Curtis Sittenfelds. Oh, uh, no, I know who created American Housewife. Well, maybe you might know That's who wrote Sarah the Dunn. show. Yeah, but I, she uh, did both. But maybe the the oh, she wrote a book too. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. okay. Not the um, same. Not the yeah, same. She has oh, American Housewife. That's the difference. Yeah. This is American Wife. Um, she, this, she's also written short stories in uh, the New Yorker, Atlantic, and Best American Short Stories. Uh, twenty twenty guest editor. She lives in Minneapolis. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's no, this really cool. funny and smart. It does have a a big section that takes place during uh, the pandemic. How does that sit with you? 
Because I think of uh, what was the one that we read, Jody yeah. Picoult, uh, when you, Wish You Were Here. Wish You Were, wish here. You were here. Yeah. For me, that was really difficult. Yeah. It might have um, been too soon. We read it kind of short off the heels of COVID. Yeah. So it might it might trigger some people. It was it wasn't as much about. Co- well, no, there is a there's a good bit. Never mind. <laughs> there's some. Yeah, it, it could hit really too close to home for some people. OK. Yeah. But she's a writer and like the city of New York shuts down and she can't do anything. So she moves home. It sounds like a love triangle. Is there a love triangle? No, no, not really. Sally's friend and fellow writer Danny begins dating Annabelle, a glamorous actress who co-hosted, who guest hosted the show. He joins the NASA. So there's a joke kind of in the beginning of it about how a funny guy can land a really hot woman oh, oh my god pete davidson it's Jolin- no it's, it's <laughs> yeah well, his name is danny horst i think it's colin jost and scarlett johansson and then I don't know. it's, it's pete cute. davidson and he's- any woman he's ever dated and then but yeah. then she a funny writer like the she couldn't land a hot guy or or so she gotcha. thinks or whatever but yeah. it's yeah huh. and a little bit reminds me of marvelous mrs Maisel, just because she's uh, so witty yes. and funny yes. and a writer that on the voice show and- kind of yeah all right Give me. Very yeah. cool. Take it. Read it. Amanda, what do you got going on? Oh, um, you said she's going to read these. You <laughs> read went these. to a lot of concerts. Let's see. Nickelback. I went, I went, no, I didn't go to Nickelback. Oh, that's right. You we didn't go to Nickelback. This. That's right. Tell me who you went to. Oh, gosh. Okay. So the latest was Jason Mraz. I went to Dwight Yoakam. I went to, oh, gosh. Brain, you're going to have to fill me in here. Um, Jason Mraz sang our wedding song. Oh, oh, which one? I won't give up. Oh, I love that That's one. Our wedding song. Yeah, we. That was an incredible concert. I have not seen then, him. Right? Yeah. Uh, no, first bank. First bank. Oh, that, I haven't There's been there. There's a lot of it's first bank. Fabulous. Right now. Okay. It's really. I fabulous. have not been to a concert in years. I miss concerts. Only mm-hmm. since I moved. Okay, I've gone to more concerts in the last year than I did my entire life because really? of living in Nashville. Like mm-hmm. we're just like, hey, so and so's like next week is Incubus, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm dying to see. Inc- I've never seen. I never cared about concerts before, but now yeah. I'm like. Because it's so close, too. Yeah. As opposed to, like, having to travel a, to New York City or, like, Well, it was such a debacle in L.A. to get anywhere, especially yeah. at the bowl. Yeah, yeah, like, you yeah. might as well just... Oh, the bowl you can't get out of. No, I'm like, you're going to be there for 10 you hours. tandem it's it's at the Hollywood Bowl. No, awful. It's ridiculous. You sit yeah. in the traffic for longer than you were in the concert. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I, I, I'm... I drag her to a lot. All about it. Yeah. I wanted so badly to see George Strait last. Was it last week or two oh, weeks ago? Me, yeah, we were we were camping. It but got I rained out to though. Oh, did it? So you didn't? You, oh. Well, like half the show. Yeah. So yeah. if you're gonna go, go somewhere else. Yeah. See him. So I wanted to talk about parenting books because this is like mm-hmm. my thing. I mean, I've already kind of talked about it a little bit with Amanda on the show here that I've read a lot of Colleen Hoover this summer. I kind of really quickly went through. It begins. It ends with us. It begins with us, and then I went to Verity, mm-hmm. and now I'm on Never Never. But how do you feel about it being come becoming a movie? That particular book. I think that's why I picked it up to read it because I really want to make sure I. No, uh, it, it ends it with us, us with yeah. Blake Lively. The pictures have been in, like what people are saying about the photos are people interesting. People are not loving that wardrobe. Yeah, no, it's that? interesting. Well, I, there must be a story point. It's to not it. how looks, any of us pictured her, but she looks fabulous. There must be a story well, point she's that we're Blake missing. Blake Lively, of course, she looks yeah. fabulous. Well, there's <laughs> but, I mean, like, they don't make it seem that way in the book, though. She's supposed to be gorgeous. She's supposed to be really pretty, yeah, right? And, like, put together. And yeah. There's nothing. But I wonder if there's like a f- like something that we don't know that's in the script that's not in the book, like a flashback or a or a different time period. Or people wouldn't know that that story is either. But I don't know. I, but I, what I mean I is they're shooting they from the book. scene that they're that's not in the book. I hate when they stray from the book. Yeah, though. they might I get need so to, angry. To, to spell some things out. Like I feel yeah. like sometimes you have to you have to fill in gaps that might not make sense visually. You know, and I, I have a feeling maybe there's something there. But yeah. um, but those are the only nonfiction I've read 
in a long time. But then, except other than listening to Jacqueline in Paris, mm-hmm. which I really need to probably pick up the book because I think I would like it better. But then these are some of the books that I'm sort of obsessed with, you guys. So I think I've talked about this one before, Raising Emotionally Strong Boys. Mm-hmm. And Sissy Goff, you were saying, Brooke, that she's she lives here in Nashville? Yes, she lives yeah. here in Nashville. She has, um, I think it's called like the Little Yellow House. It's like a counseling mm-hmm. community. And they come around, like I think they've come, I've seen them speak at our church. Her she husband. has a great Instagram uh, page two uh, yes, with great advice on tips. parenting. and well, She's so been doing is... girls all summer and he's been doing boys. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times they tag team. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's uh, Raising Emotionally Strong Boys is the one. Mark and I were both suggested this by uh, a uh, counselor that we have. And um, and it's been, it was really, really great. I It's been a minute since I've read it, but I can't remember. So I can't like come up with you know, what I loved about it, but I just have to say it like gave me a lot of little tips and tools to go into. And then mindset was, this one is Carol, uh, Dr. Carol Dweck. And apparently this is what a lot of um, psychologists use as a basis of uh, one of my kids, uh, doctors gave us this to explain one of our kids that like there's growth mindset and there's fixed mindset. And I had mm-hmm. no idea. Of course, when I started talking to my kids about this, like we learned this in school, mom. So I guess they're like, <laughs> Counselors probably in talk heart and about. Mind, they probably teach. Yeah, them. they teach this this like mindset idea that there's a growth mindset and there's a fixed mindset. So it helped me explain my son like when he wanted to quit football that he like we were like oh he's being lazy oh he doesn't like the competition oh he's wimping out he's taking the easy way mm-hmm. but to learn that he has this fixed mindset which is really about him not like if if that path's too hard if that path's not for him or someone excels at that path that's not his path he's gonna go find his path and he's gonna think. He's got to be the best at whatever that path is. He doesn't believe he can grow into that, which you can shift mindsets. And I think you can have different mindsets for different um, areas of your life. Yeah. Like I think Mark is like that with uh, certain things like Mark's like that with football, but he's not like that with. Well, actually, I don't know. (laughs) But growth mindset, like my middle son is growth mindset because he's like, if I work with this trainer and I get faster footwork and I work with the track team to get faster and I, you know, watch more more tape on mm-hmm. the team I'll get better and I'll work harder and I'll watch my friends and I'll see the guys that are better than me and I'll watch the plays whereas my other son was like I got it or I don't you know and I, it's just yeah. it really explains people to me in a whole different way it talks about like Lee Iacocca and uh, um, uh, John McEnroe the tennis player like how John McEnroe would always come up with excuses like my shoe wasn't tied right or the wind was blowing funny or my racket must have been strung differently. And that's why he would lose and get frustrated and get so angry as opposed to being like, it just wasn't my day or I can do better next time. Or And it really talks a lot about people that take criticism and people that don't. Like the big thing is the big difference is people that take criticism, people don't. So when you like give someone a test and show them the results, if they did badly, the people that have a fixed mindset are the ones that are like, well, that sucked. This is awful. I'm just an idiot. And then the ones that have growth mindset are like, oh, I didn't realize, you know, I was doing so poorly or that I could, you know, that that was the answer there. And I, I let me I want to try it again. I want to see if I can do better. And that there's you can kind of shift into different mindsets in different circumstances, but also you can kind of make yourself more of a growth mindset, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can make yourself fixed mindset, but it really I mean, that one's been my, one of my favorite books I've read in a long time. And then I just finished The Price of Privilege. And I love this one because it's mm-hmm. like affluent kids and which right now is basically anyone in America, really. Anyone that has a cell phone, I think, is could be considered a privileged kid. Um, and just um, 
well, it says parental pressure and material advantage are creating a generation of disconnected and unhappy kids. And it's really about how even though our kids have so much information and so much more now, they have, um, you know, they have busier schedules, but they have more opportunities. And yet they're still the probably the un- most unhappy generation to be recorded. But what I love, too, is at the end, she talks a lot about moms and what it means to be like how a mom plays into the the life of your child and like the mentality of your child. And, mm-hmm. um, and if you're not a happy person, it's basically that whole, she says it and I don't know how old the book is, but she says the whole thing about the oxygen mask. Yeah. If Lead you don't by put example. Your, yeah. Yeah. And I have a feeling she might be one of the first to say it because I, I don't, but I don't know how old this book was, but she said it in a way that wasn't like, you've heard it before. You know, it was sort of like the first time you'd heard it the way she, yeah, it was 2006. So I feel like, she she's she just gives she I just love that she's also like um, there's so much research that goes into this book. And then there's so much about the mom at the end. The last whole section is about moms and, and how we play into our kids. Yeah. Yeah. That um, I had flagged something that Sissy had posted that the single best thing you can do for a child who is struggling with worry or anxiety is to deal with your own. And she posted that about a new book and book club that she's going to start on September fourth oh. for Worry Free Parent Book Club. Oh, yeah. So I had flat saved that to kind of look back at it. And she said the uh, the best thing you can do for your kids is to do your own worry work. Whether and it's it's just a great post if you want to check that out. But yeah, I'll definitely try to join that. Well, too. read she's the end of great. Price, price of Privilege. <laughs> yeah, and then do that. I like to read that it, one for sure. Yeah, it literally is. And I love doing these on on tape because I love them like talking to me while I'm. Driving, like mm-hmm. um, that's when you don't have to worry about your kids listening to. <laughs> yeah, well, or like actually listen to this. Except now. that I have to say, price of privilege and mindset are two of the hardest. Like, the writers are amazing, but to hear their voices, oh no, it's yeah. like I put it on that time can and ruin a half. A book. I needed to hurry it up and get it over with because oh. I'm like, because they're talking like this and that does about a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit. Both of them, both of them are very, mm-hmm. very yeah. similar. But, um, but yeah, she just, I mean, like you, like, like Sissy Goff saying in that, like. The mom, if you're not taking care of yourself or if you're exhibiting anxiety or if you're um, exhibiting depression and stuff, and what does that look like to your child? And what mm-hmm. are they seeing and what are, what are they learning from that? And, um, you know, just really focusing on how mommies have to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And daddies do, too. But she focuses hardcore on the moms. Mark read this while we were in Africa and he kept like leaning over to me on airplanes and stuff and would show me parts that were like. Kids tend to be really hard to their parents, but especially their mom. Like teens would be really <laughs> oh, mean to that's their parents, very confirming, but especially their though. mom. You're like, thank you. I know. He's like, see, look, <laughs> they still love you. They're just taking it out on you. I'm like, okay. okay thank you. <laughs> well, for a positive note, this book that you brought in, I've loved it. Oh, uh, and the reading the devotional every morning. I mean, what is the title actually? Is I think it it's is just it just life that, or is life it all, and all of, of that? that? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's actually a hundred day devotional by Lisa Harper. I I've never heard of her before. Oh, she mm-hmm. yes, she's hilarious. And Wait, I, read the whole. I've title. heard her speak and reading it and reading the parts she's she writes. Super funny. You yes, she's so funny, and it's you can really hear her voice. Yeah, in it. Yeah. yeah. So life and obsessively grateful, undone by Jesus, genuinely happy, and not faking it through the hard stuff. Kind of, <laughs> kind of, kind of, kind yeah. of. One hundred day devotion. She's very southern and I love just. It. She's here in Nashville, I think. Yeah, like somewhere right outside of Nashville. Yeah, I think, on a yeah. farm. And well, maybe we all need to do this one. Yeah, get through the hundred days and then have her on and be like, okay, she's great. We have to find something that you guys haven't read. This is going to be impossible. <laughs> I have. Okay, a, you pick. I have, a, you hang on, I'm pulling up my want to read list. Angela and I haven't updated it. I've already picked mine. 
I got recommended to me to read Zero Days by Ruth Ware. I haven't. Okay. It looks a little. In, uh, I've read something Ruth oh, Ware. Have y'all read The Paper Palace yet? Yes. Okay. I had that in my list, <laughs> but like I have impossible. not read it. Wait, Zero Days? I, I actually really want you to read that, though, because I want to hear how you think it ends. Okay. Because it's a little open-ended. Okay, so the, here's, how it's, here's how it's described on Amazon, uh, the oh, Ruth Weir uh, Zero She's case. the woman in, ca- in Cabin 10. That's who Ruth Weir is. Yes. I've never read her books before. She did one by either. one. It's in my my pending. So my mother-in-law recommended Zero Days by Ruth Weir or The Only One Left by Riley Sager. Sager? So those two are... So um, that... Has anyone read The 100 Years of Lenny and Margot? No. That That one's on my list and seems like something we'd like. Did Love Theoretically come out yet? Yes. Yes. I haven't read it yet. It's cute. Should we put that on? I love Allie Hazelwood. I think she's really fun. I have a lot of books on here that I haven't. All right, wait. Love Theoretically. Are we doing Zero Days? Have y'all read Magnolia Parks? No. No. I haven't either, but it was recommended to me. I've read Love Theoretically already. Oh, you have? Yeah. But All right, so okay. Magnolia Parks, maybe? Zero Days? Palace, uh, the hotel at Palace, Place Vendome? How about the Meet Me at the Lake? Someone recommended that one to me. You already read it. You, <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> Wait, but you have to pick a classic. <laughs> oh, yeah. What haven't you read? I don't know. Did you, what, what would you say before? What's um, like a, let's, uh, here, let's Google it. Grapes of Wrath. Best classic Oh, novels. let's not do Grapes of Wrath. You don't want to do Grapes of Wrath? Anyone want to do like Anna Karenina? Here's I, the thing: I would read so that. many of these books I put on my list, bef- like when they first came out, and now the ratings are coming in on them, and, and I'm you're like, like "Meh." Ooh, do I really want to invest yeah, my time about, in a three point two? Hold on. Here's what I think about like, ratings: people only complain about things. I always that's feel true. Like, that's, no, that's, not a lot of people go there to be like, "That was the best thing ever." Some will. Okay, but the one hundred years of Lenny and Margot has a four point three. Oh, that's good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll add do, that to my list. Let's do that one. Is that your pick? Amanda? All right, I'll pick that. What are you picking? Zero days. Okay, Ruth zero Weir. days. That is outside of my I'm normal this down, scope. guys. Is it 100 years or 100 days? The 100 years of Lenny, L-E-N-N-I, and Margot. Why is it not coming up for me? It's hmm. by Mary Ann Cronin. I'm doing the hotel on, on Place Vendome, I think it's called, right? And then you've got to pick a classic... And then we're going to ask you guys or this or that before we let you leave. Oh, no. Okay. What's it what called? About the, cla- the Vendome? What is it? Uh, the Hotel on Place place or Place Vendome. I'm saying Place Vendome. It's got to be, right? Do you know why I read so many books? It's because I set a goal for myself in Goodreads mm-hmm. and then I stick to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a box checker. You like to check yeah. things. I, yeah. I I'm that, that girl. I see that. Yeah. So that's why. And, and my I've goal this month. I've been trying to read, uh, write more. So that's been taking away my reading time. I mean, what was the book I you goal, My goal Zero 65. days. Zero 65 days. 65 books a year? That's my goal this year, 65. Mine wow. was 12. <laughs> Mine was 12. And by the way, I did those three Colleen Hoovers really fast, so I'm, I'm almost there. <laughs> some are easier than others. Yeah, some Colleen are. Hoover is very easy to, Colleen to Hoover, read. Colleen Hoover, yes. But I have read a, a couple of sexy. hers that were not good. Uh, what about Never Never? Did you read that uh, one yet? That's the look, one about yeah. the two um, kids in high school yep. that lose their memory. You read it. You, you didn't love like it. It was just different from her normal stuff. I, okay. I, I mean, I liked it. I I'm halfway. It. Yeah. I, I like it. I like it a lot. There was one I, it, of I hers. Down. There was one of hers that was super depressing, and I was like, at the end of it, I was like, I cannot believe I wasted my time mm. on that. Um, She's see. got a lot of books. That's the thing. Okay, I didn't. What was your pick? She still has a pick. Okay, I don't know. We got to find a classic. Should we just post it? 
What's a good Post Gatsby? our pick one. We've already done Great Gatsby. We can't exactly, I don't feel like we can. Without merit them, from Colleen Hoover, I give it one oh, star. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was so depressing. Yeah, I agree. Like very dark, a lot of t- a lot of talk of like suicide and like it was just, it was just very off. I did not like it at yeah. all. Where I want to know where your Goodreads app is on your phone. Is it on the front page? <laughs> no, it's not. It's under books back here. Okay. Oh, How you got a whole feel, books app. I don't know if we ever checked back in. Did any of y'all finish uh, Carrie Soto's back? Yes, I did. No. It's a lot of tennis. It's a lot of tennis. A lot of tennis? I did finally finish it. And I mean, as much as I sing the praises of Taylor Jenkins Reid. You guys that, already clicked on that you want to read 100 Years of Lenny. Like, look at yeah, you guys already on all your freaking. Right now we're all on yeah. Goodreads. This is hilarious. I'm literally, all of my suggestions are all you bitches saying that right now. <laughs> That's well, hilarious. Oh, and you just put Price of Privilege in too, huh? Yeah. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I love it. So, we I gotta mean, find a classic, you guys. All right, maybe everyone at home can suggest a classic. What do you think? Wait, why? Why did, are you guys not showing up on my feed? Did you, you unfollow follow, us? Angela? You gotta follow us. I have Angela? the most random people, and like, look at these like nasty the stepbrother dearest, and he's lifting his shirt up. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> what have you been listening to? No, that it's, is suggesting it's, that. For no, me. it's somebody that I follow apparently who is That's reading funny. that. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. Um, let's see. What Wait, kind of- do we have a book club on here? Because you know you can create book clubs. No. We need to do that. Oh, That's what we need to do. We've talked about it, and totally I don't do think we did it. We need to do a tiny book club. Do you guys want to do Read Pride and Prejudice? You want to do a Jane Austen? I love Jane Austen. I'm always happy like to read Emma? a Jane Austen. I, will t- I, will, I love Jane Austen. I've actually been dying to read Uncle Tom's Cabin, but I don't know if that's one we want to talk about. 1984. Weathering Heights? Have you done Wuthering Heights? I have not. <gasps> she hasn't read Wuthering Heights. I haven't read any of Jane Austen. I don't think I've ever read well, Wuthering Heights. Yeah. Uh, Wuthering Heights, I haven't the read The beauty in, a long time. in reading Jane Austen is you can go and you can buy the most beautiful book you've ever right. yeah. Yeah. bought. But yeah. you know, you can also, here, pick up your books. And I love that because mm-hmm. you books are a tactile me, experience for Brooke, me. you lent me one of your books and I never read it yet. Uh-huh. It's sitting on my bookshelf, but I recently did this. I took all of my book, my dust covers off, uh-huh. and I stack them all up on my bookshelf like this because they're so much so prettier. Much prettier. Yep. The dust covers are pretty, but they're not as pretty as the actual book. They're really helpful to save your space in the book. They are. <laughs> you need Is that what you use them for? Yeah. We'll get you yeah, a nice like bookmark. That. I do. I have a ton of them, but I have a stack of books. I so love a, lot a good, of, like, just like I love a beautiful book, I love a beautiful bookmark. Yep. Air, uh, airplane tickets. My tend friend to be my Sarah bookmark. has made me in the last year, she made me like homemade bookmarks. Look at this one. And they are like my pride and joy. I like this like, one. I, I have love my gold, you love my gold feather. That's so beautiful. That is a cute one. So pretty. And then the kids always bring them home, too. Well, for my kids, I just use Pokemon cards. Yeah. <laughs> They're abundant in my home. There's so many. Um, all right. So you got. So are we picking Wuthering Heights? What do you think? You you choose. Wuthering Heights. You want to do Jane Eyre? Well, you I feel do... bad making you guys read something you've already read, which oh, I no, love. I really oh, my gosh, want to. I love Oh, I've definitely not read all really want to of read. the Jane Austen books. So. Is there a Jane Austen book that everybody has not read before? I've kind of read them all only because I did a Jane Austen um, class in college. Oh. But you got Emma, you got Sense of Sensibility, you've got Pride you've and Prejudice. You've read every single one? You've got, um, uh, uh, what's the other one? Um, Jane Well, Jane Eyre isn't uh, Jane Austen, somebody else. Who is it? Jane Eyre is, is one of the Brontes, yeah. Um, and then you've got, yeah, Wuthering Heights is Emily Bronte, Jane Eyre is Charlotte Bronte. Uh, you got picture of Dorian Gray. See, Catcher in the Rye. Since you said you don't like it, I feel like I need to make you watch, re- watch it, read it, watch it, read it, watch it, watch it. Okay, which one? What do you 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 decide? It's your book. Mm. We can anything. And to we'll, be continued. I'm, do you, you want to text yeah. us? There's these Jane Austens that are like um smaller books, like Northanger Abbey, Lady Susan, The Watson. Or if you Sandwich. don't want to do a, if you don't want to do a 
classic. We can no, come it's up fine. One. No, I love Jane Austen. I've never read any of her books. Let's, let's do it. Okay, let's pick one of hers. All right. There's Mansfield Park, Northanger Abbey, Persuasion, Emma. Is, which one's like the the not as long read? <laughs> there you go. Emma's probably the longest, I think. I just watched that series. Did you? Oh, on you know Box. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> um, about, how about, yeah, Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice? Yeah, let's do it. Why not? I just I've never read it. it. I was, Let's I was all planning just fall to read in love anyways. with Mr. Darcy I marked again. it off as read, but um, that's only because I did it a long time ago, so I'm going to do it again. Want right. to read. Putting it on my want to read. Oh, I'm going to have the Yay. prettiest copy you've ever seen. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Watch me. I actually have a collection. When I was are you going to get on eBay and get like a classic? Like, I don't know. Ooh. But I, you know, There's a lot of options puts here. out all the classics and really beautiful. I've been buying them for my little one. I just love I just them. bought her uh, Little Mermaid. They're oh. so pretty. For my 18th birthday, I got a set of Jane Austen like from... England, like beautiful bound, like gold mm-hmm. uh, embossed. Are you going to read that Jane Austen one? books? They're kind of small. Yeah. And now that I'm old and my eyes are bad, I can. Oh, you'll just have to get a new copy. I'll have to get a new copy. Darn, that's so unfortunate. <laughs> How do you? Where do you find good books? Like, uh, online or I love just to go in the bookstore. I do too. There's like, I don't want to just go like a Barnes and Noble no, no, no. and pick up. Like, you go to the go antique to... bookstore. Yeah. Or There's that. a great one in downtown Franklin called Landmark. Oh, What's the Parnassus? Parnassus I, is and in Parnassus. Green Our Hills. friend Kimberly Williams Paisley just went. Yeah, and Patchett. Oh, Patchett she has a new book it. out right now, too. Oh, yeah, we need to read that. I need to add that to the list. Okay. I have never read Anne of Green Gables, either. I grew oh, up on oh, the movies, and I've agree. never read yeah. the book. Yeah. yeah, that was like a, a staple well, in my family. Would you rather that than yeah. Pride and Prejudice? Um, do you think you could read it with Kenny? Do you, would she do it? She would, it would take she's you old forever. Now. You think so? Yeah. It would take her a really take long forever, time. Yeah. I could like, read it with Tucker, too. That would be nice. It would take you forever <laughs> to read it with Tucker. Well, he'll fall asleep, and I'll just keep going. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> he'll pick up every chapter or so. I like it, though. Let's I feel let's stick to Pride and Prejudice. Okay. All right, so for everyone at home, here's what we're going to try to do. Zero days. A hundred years of... What is it? Lenny and Margot. The Hotel on Place Vendome and Pride and Prejudice. Or I wrote Price and Prejudice, but that could be the new version. That's the TJ Maxx version. <laughs> um, <laughs> She's a Maxinista. And he is a corporate. Oh, wait. Let's do a quick piece with that with these girls. Okay. All right. So we're just going to ask you guys this. What do we call it? The seasons questions of this or that. So it's just a quick, just a quick answer. Okay. Do you have it? <laughs> Oh, you want me to do it? I've got it. Hang on. I've got it. I've got it. Okay. On your pizza, pineapple or pepperoni? Pepperoni. Pepperoni. Uh, Floss or toothpick? Floss. (laughs) Band or orchestra? Band. Band. Uh, Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Waffles. Cardio or weights? Neither. Neither. (laughs) Might come the BFT. Cardio. Uh, Shaken or stirred? Uh, Shaken. I don't drink. Okay, there you go. Your coffee, shaking. No, well, no. Uh, stirred. Yeah, stirred. <laughs> Reality or true crime? True, true crime. crime. Threads or X? Say what? Threads. Twitter. Oh, I've deleted. I don't have either. Delete. Of those. Delete. Yeah. Prada or Gucci? Gucci. Gucci. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Look at you, ladies. That You're kind easy. of on the okay. same path. Yeah. I like it. Well, now you need to leave a secret for our secret jar so oh, we can uh, yeah. try to guess you again. I don't have any more right. secrets to give you. I know you have to keep thinking you gave of new the secrets. Juicy one the last time. Did I? I don't know. I don't even. Did she? Yeah. <laughs> what did I get? Or at you? least what we guessed for you. I don't know. I know. Well, that's we, the we bad part. Y'all guess. I don't know. We have to go back and listen. Do you remember that was what it was? Uh, that was he with someone else when you met? Yeah. That oh. was totally you. We guessed it right. Oh, <laughs> that was us. You. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. We no, were both dating other people. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I was just love at first sight. Mm, kind of, yeah. Well, for me, he him he's a realist. He's like, I don't know if I believe in that. <laughs> well, you married me. <laughs> Here we are. Lot. They're a lot alike. Yeah. 
All right, ladies, this was fun. Thanks yeah, for so coming fun. out. I Thanks love for Brady Book Club. Yay. Yeah. We got to read now. I'm so excited. We got, we got some reading to do. We'll come back in a Lots few weeks. Reading Sounds to do. good. Yeah. But I'm sure you guys will have read 50 other books in the meantime, and I'll still be trying to get through these four. <laughs> At least Angela will with her no, 60 books for the year or whatever. Yeah, right. Well, I'm going to try to read Pride and Prejudice on paper. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try. Oh, that'd be cool. And not listen yeah. to it. So we'll see. It's Maybe we need to get matching yeah, copies. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm buying us all matching copies. I'm, I'm in. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> All right, girls. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Don't forget to, uh, you know, share the podcast with people, rate, review, all the good things, subscribe, and come back and read the books and come back and join our other, tiny book club. Join yeah. our tiny book club next time. <laughs>